Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration with Amber Wegner. Happy Sunday to all of you. Welcome if you are a returning listener, and welcome if you are a new listener. I am so excited today because I have my very first guest of 2023, and this is a very busy working actor. She's a singer. She's a model. She's a dancer. I can go on, but she's also a colleague and a friend. Ariane Andrew, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing well, girl. How are you? I'm good. It's been way, 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 way too long. I know. I know. Um, Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I want to thank you for your patience. I know that through what I call problems of abundance of just being busy, we've scheduled and rescheduled. And I'm so glad that you got to be my first guest this year. So thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's always good. I mean, it's those problems where they're like the good problems, right? We're so busy, but it's good. It's good booked and busy and working. Exactly. Exactly. So do you want to talk to the listeners a little bit about um, where your career began in the entertainment industry and kind of the progression? Because I truly find you to be the queen of reinvention. You continue to try new things, turn over new leaves. So can you just talk a little bit about your journey? Um, Well, I won't give you a storybook, but I guess you can always loved entertainment. I've always acting and being in and um, I guess you could say if I had to do it by a book, I did it by a book. Mm-hmm. I was the first person in my family to go to college. That was important um, to me at the time, even though things have changed so differently now in the time and age where it's like college isn't what it used to be and you know where we're at right now. Went to school, got two degrees, one in psychology, one in business marketing. At the time, I was hustling, auditioning, you know, trying to book gigs. But I was like, you know what, at the end of the day, at that time, my mindset was, well, what if this doesn't happen? Where my mindset's totally changed. It's not, it's never like, what if? It's just when it's going to happen. But Mm -hmm. I decided just, you know, go to college, get my degrees. At the time, I was working with, um, as a senior behavior therapist with autistic children And I was going to actually continue to get my master's and kind of continue down that field as I was still auditioning, still was going to, you know, still audition, but still, you know, go get my master's and work with the children. Um, I got an offer. I submitted myself on LA casting for WWE. Then from there, it was just like things started to happen in that world. Did that for about, I would say, four years. Um, we were also the first to openly talk about behind the scenes um, where Vince hand chose us for the OGs of Total Divas, um, which was a reality TV show on E. And, and I'm then- just going to pause real quick, Ariane, just for the people that aren't aware of what WWE is. It's World Wrestling Entertainment. Is that what that is? Exactly. Yes. So, I mean, you are a very strong, uh, not only strong minded, but very physically strong, athletic person so to be able to be cast in that like that's no small feat so I want to make sure the listeners are aware of of the caliber of work that we're talking about I appreciate you I get it's because you know for being there four years just like everything has its own world right you know the world of acting has its own world and its own lingo you know the some I forget that it's like okay is starting to become like people know the rock came from wwe but still yeah it's still its own own world so i forget that i have to let people know like yeah it's you know former wwf or people will be like oh wwf and i'm like yeah that was back in the day right so, yeah. 
WWE. And yes, now I feel like I, you know, I always say the worst thing you can ever do is let a dream live at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And wrestling is those worlds where it can put you in a box. You haven't seen many people really be able to do much after. I mean, you have The Rock, you have Batista, you have the Bella Twins. But very many people that you can name a platform and then transfer it over whether that's in acting entertainment um it's very difficult because we kind of get this um this typecast you know that right. oh, you're just a wrestler so it's really really break these barriers but you know anything in life worth having is easy so for me my my goal is not only to here but also to pri- provide and show when you're focused, driven, and resilient. And I know that sounds cliche, the sky has no limits. Um, and it's about getting told no a million times and how you get back on your feet again, because, you know, it, 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 especially in the world of acting, I mean, how many times or anything, entrepreneurship, owning a business, music, where people say overnight success and you're like, what, 10 years overnight success? Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that made a bubble and I, I don't want to just keep ramblings. I know we'll get into it, but I can, you know, as we continue this conversation, we can talk about, you know, things that I'm doing, but that's my story of leading into where I'm at now. I love it. Well, thank you for, you know, just updating the listener. What do you, what has inspired you the most on your journey as far as opportunities that maybe you thought were out of reach, but then became a possibility or people that you've met along the way? Who and what has inspired you along the way? Um, you know, I feel like when you don't really come from an upbringing, you know, my upbringing is very interesting. Um, I come from a lot of dysfunction. And usually that that goes two ways, right? It either shapes you to become, I don't know if you can cuss on here, a, a bad sure. ass. Okay. Yeah. It makes you, shapes you to become a, a badass. And um, those are the stories that are like, wow, super inspiring, or you kind of become a product of your environment. So for me, I would say, you know, following people who've had those stories, Um, you know, The Rock, he talks about the story of having like $7 in his pocket. There's an entrepreneur, Andy, who's really big in the health and fitness world, um, where he's like, for the first 10 years, I think he said he made a total of $56,000, you know, um, it's those stories like that um, here, you know, uh, who else? Steve Harvey, how he's like, I was living in my car. So it's like, even though these people may not be my close friends, you know, it's like they say, if you um, like follow people like in the journey of which you're trying to get to follow the people who make you feel inspired. And um, that's why I think it's so important to on social media to be careful who you follow because mm-hmm. you warped in into negativity. That's why I think it's so good to, you know, really just like you, the people you choose in your life to really focus on who are these people of the value core of what I, I look at. It doesn't mean you're wrong or right. It's me and what's not me. Um, so I would just say that, um, you know, my dad, you know, um, he was my inspiration, someone who went from being addicted to crack and mm-hmm. an alcoholic, changing his whole life around and, being like, you know, doing ministry and being a pastor and all these things. Like, so even him, like he was a big inspiration to me to be like, wow, you did that all by yourself. I mean, of course he had strong people, but to be like, wow, to be an addict 
who's on crack and an alcoholic and to switch your life around is, you know, is major. So I feel like there's my mom, there's just so many people that I feel like it's very hard to just pinpoint one person, just like when they yeah. say, oh, you self-made million. Like there's no such thing. Cause even the person speaking <laughs> the truth is part of your journey. For sure. Yeah, no, that's great. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, you know, you are multi-talented as many people are, but I also feel like you actually produce content in many different ways, you know, by being an actress, by working in film, by working in television, you are a model, you are a dancer, you're into fitness. Like how do you divide your time so that you can have success in each of these areas that, that you're very talented in? Well, I appreciate that, girl. Um, that's a good question, and I like to be very honest. Sometimes I'm, t- sometimes I'm too honest. Um, I love it. My mouth sometimes gets me in trouble, but to be honest, you know, I struggle with that because, you know, they say focus on one thing, right? Get mm-hmm. really, 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 really good at that. Like get get to the point of like you are the best, and even at that, you're not the best because you got to work on it. And then you branch out to the next thing, you know, I guess it has a lot to do too, because, you know, I deal with mental health and I have anxiety and Mm -hmm. um, depression and ADHD. So I think a lot of times my mind is very, but it also goes to like a million places, which is a gift and a curse because sometimes, you know, I'm working on another project when I feel like I really haven't become solid on the other But I guess on the positive side, because there's pros and cons to everything, you know, life is short. You know, I've experienced people in my life who were here one day and young and, Mm. you know, something tragic happened. And, you know, I just feel like I don't want any of my dreams to live at the cemetery and I want to live my life to the fullest. And that just what works for me. Like, does it consume a lot of my time? Can it be overwhelming? And everyone operates different. But even though sometimes people have told me you need to step back, you know, I'm also like, okay, am I listening to advice from someone who's where I want to be as well? Mm-hmm. Like, and how much and how much do I stay true to what really resonates with me? And there's just so many things that I love doing that I would hate that something the next day happened where I was like, man, I wish I would have had the opportunity to do it. Yeah. You know? So it's that, again, it's, it's pros and cons. And I feel like you have to do ultimately what makes you happy and what feels good to you. I love that. And thank you so much for speaking so openly about mental health. um, Because I think it's so important because I think, and in this day and age, everybody's got some form of, you know, uh, of, you know, mental health issue that can be addressed because stress levels get to be so high, whether you deal with anxiety or depression or both. It's like, we just came out of a global pandemic. You know, that alone is enough to set people on a different, you know, wavelength, let alone whatever you came into that with, you know, and, and, you know, help is out there. And I think it's so important for all of us, myself included, that have dealt with addiction and depression and all those things speak about it. So it releases the taboo and that if anybody listening is going through it, they're not alone. Uh, So thank you for being, you know, having the courage to talk about that, you know, openly. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, well, it's, it's like, again, I feel like, you know, a lot of times now, which I'm very happy that, you know, it's, it, it, I'm able to talk about it. I mean, I see a psychiatrist and a therapist, um, 
and I've had the diagnosis now for going on seven years. I was diagnosed as an adult. Um, but even though then back in the day, it's and I and I hate to put a race on this but especially in the black community mm-hmm. that it, it is something that is you do not talk about like yeah. even if you're like a doctor saying there's something mm, there it's like it's not it's like no there, no my child's fine um so there's things that even when i was younger that needed to be like i i got into a lot of like a lot of trouble for always talking too much not paying attention things that now i look back like wow, I had it then, and when yeah. Pichu would say something, you know, my mom was in denial of like. Mm. It's like when I had the opportunity to be like, this just this doesn't seem right. And I know we all go through things, um, yeah. And even then, I started talking about it because it's like at that time too, I had a platform, and I felt like it's super important. I also think the line gets pushed too far, where you know, if someone's just having a stress day, they're like. I'm depressed. And I think that there's like kind of what, you know, and again, it, everyone deals with things differently, but it's like, you know, depression is when you can't get out of bed and even just walking to go get your food outside the Postmates or whatever delivered. It's like mm-hmm. the struggle. Like it's literally, it's taking every bit of energy being in the bed for four or five days at a time and can like not physically get up and you're just exhausted. So, you know, I think there's like a difference of like, Oh, I was stressed. I had a bad day from like, wow, like this is, like I'm my my thoughts are going to somewhere that's not okay. So yeah, um, I'm very open about talking about mental health, especially you know because being in the entertainment industry, that can add a lot to it. You know, um, social media again, mm-hmm. that's like all these things are important. So I don't know, you know, again to surround yourself around the people you want to be surrounded. That way, they can uplift you when you are going through and doing the things that you need to do that are like uncomfortable, talking openly and saying like, I have a psychiatrist. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. I love that. Now moving into a different uh, area, you and I share two film credits together. I'm very proud of that. Yeah. One is for underdog and the other one is for the legend of cat cause mountain, both uh, written and directed by Richie Greer. And I was trying to think prior to this uh, interview, how did we connect with you to cast you an underdog? Do you remember how you, how we found you? Yes. And this is just what goes to show about built like being resilient not like I always say don't wait for anyone build your own door and at the time I had agents I had manager but I I remember seeing this again just how I got WWE LA yeah. casting it's like literally be you have to literally build your own door you can never wait for someone to come and give you an opportunity or I feel like you'll be waiting for you yep you want something and you're hungry you got to go after it and get it and I'll never forget I submitted on LA casting I think it was or actors access I think it was actors access yeah yes actors access and there's like a little synopsis that I had about I think you know and I think that that's what resonated with you guys was that I was like you know the value I can bring is not only I used to be in WWE, but I want to be the first black woman to like, you know, change the like industry of acting yep. and my mark and be the first um, ever black woman to like really make it in acting from WWE. And I think that's what did it because I was very green at the uh-huh. time. Yeah, it's coming still, back to me. It's, it's, I'm still, you know, there's still things that I'm very green and working on. But that time I was green. I was in acting class and the whole nine, but. Um, yeah. And I remember coming in, it was 
that audition, um, it was a place off of Formosa. Yep, it was cast. It's not there anymore, but I miss that place. They had great, great facilities. Yes. And I remember I was trying out for the lead role. Yep. And I look back at that tape too, because I remember you could go back and look and I was like, oh, that was a little little rough. But you know, that's how it happened. You guys were like, oh my God, I think she would actually be the best to play Cece. And at that time, again, boxing and MMA and rest, those are, it's all different. Yep. And I, I remember taking the initiative, like, I want this so bad. I'm going to go invest in myself and go take classes. Yes. And that's so important because when, when you want something badly enough, like educate yourself on whatever that is, like, who is this person I'm playing and what can I do to bring a better version of that to the table? If that's not my expertise, you know, because, um, same with Becca, she had had boxing experience, but not necessarily MMA. You had wrestling experience, but not MMA. And as you mentioned, they're totally different sports and your athletic, which is what put you one foot ahead is that you had the athleticism and the tenacity. And now that you're speaking, I absolutely remember when you just got really real in the audition room and, you know, told us a little bit about your story. I was like, wow, look at that. Like, look at the humanity in her, like just going after something and that you took the time to like share a little bit about who you are, where you came from and what you wanted to do. That makes a big difference in casting and not all casting directors give you that opportunity but you took the opportunity and I commend you for that yeah no I I appreciate that which by the way that's why I kind of this is like it's part of the same it's what we're talking about but a little off topic as excited as I was to be able to do self-tapes I miss that like sure I miss because I feel like there's that connection you can make with people face to face and you can't make that via tape you know it's so true Ariane, you know, I did my statistics last year and of all of my bookings last year, not one of them were from self-tape. They were from relationships. And when I was in the room, my ratio to booking was so much higher because of who I brought into the room that's clearly missing in a self-tape. And so that's, you know, interesting that you say that, but I couldn't agree with you more. Something about being in the room, not everybody loves it. Some people just thrive in the self-tape. I thrive with people. And oh my God, that just gave me chills because I feel, I feel like the same, like even the bookings that I got um, were even, I mean, but you still can't get that full connection was via Zoom. Like if it was where you could still be able to interact. Yeah. And I'm like, that's actually something that I feel like is one of my cons. It's not showing, which is something I, I actually want to get into class on how to take and really nail it with doing, um, self-tapes because it's just not it's just not clicking and now it's like the opportunities for people are endless you can be all the way across the country now and do a self-tape but back then it was like a more selective it's like who lived in LA which I think that that's awesome but you know I'm like okay this is awesome again how do I adapt and how do I get that same how do I have that same energy translate through a tape yeah. And I, that, and I'm being honest, I haven't figured that out because again, like when I'm in the room, it's, it's way different. My callbacks were way higher. I mean, I, I feel like I almost would get a callback for mostly yep. everything, even if I probably wasn't like the best, they were just like, it's the energy that, and how you connect with people. Cause that's also important on set. Like you can have, I mean, now it's different if you're an A-lister or whatever, but it's like, you know, when you're first, you know, really trying to 
ground yourself and build um you know sometimes you get booked just because they're like this person's going to be great on set yeah you know for sure and we'll be able to coach you know they're you're, this person's at least coachable and that's so important you know it's so important for directors to be able to you know maneuver you in different ways and try new things and play you know yeah. play with the character bring the character to life and one thing that you have um because you've been in the industry you know for some time now you have an entire team including a publicist like or have had it when in the past what, at what point did you decide that's was necessary to bring onto your team well, you know, again, this is me being super transparent because I feel like if I can share something and it brings value to someone, like, I feel like it, I'm not selfish. I want everyone to win. And I feel like yep. there's a place for everybody, which, um, again, I feel like sometimes people miss that. But I, I feel like I missed the mark, to be honest. I feel like when I was in WWE, that was a time to really have a team. And it's like, it, it's like kind of going back with you. Oh, I wish I would have known these things. Sure. But I don't, but then, then on the flip side, I'm like, you know what? I maybe wouldn't be where I'm at if I did have those things. And it's taught me, it's taught me so much to know how to do things myself. Um, you know, after WWE, that's when I had got a publicist. So it was a little mm -hmm. bit like, okay, it was a little late. Mm -hmm. Um, that's when I end up getting like my agents and stuff, which I was trying at the very end of my WWE career, but it was the struggle because how WWE operates, people were like, no, I've worked with people into a WWE. No, thank you. So mm. that was able to get an agent until after I was done when they're like, okay, you don't have a contract. Okay. Okay. We can work with you. So I guess I could have pushed harder, but I felt like, I guess at the time when I was really focusing and getting into acting. I was like, okay, I can do a lot of this myself, but I feel like I also need a team and relationships. So that's important. Relationships are important. A lot of times you get in the room just because of relationships. Um, so that's when I figured out like, okay, I need, I, I need this, but even still having all that and I kudos to my agents and I love them. Still a lot of things that I've gotten are still been for me pushing for myself and me, me submitting myself again. Like, just because I have agents, I'm still always submitting uh, things that I see or things that resonate with me that maybe they haven't seen or whatever the case is. Again, I feel like you cannot wait. Just perfect example. I was like, things aren't I want to. And I never did this before. Never wrote, never executive produced, never did any of this. And I went out and made my own short film. Yep. You know, again, it's like, a, that's going to give me the more experience of how to write. It's going to give me more experience to really understand, understand character development, how to build up characters, all these things that I think are super important, even if you're being in front of the screen, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I still have agents and stuff now, but I feel like it goes to bat, like how you go to bat for yourself. Well, that's such an important point to drive home because, you know, there's that theory of agents get 10% of what you make, which means you get the other 90%. So you best be doing 90% of the hustle and your agents are there to negotiate the deals and submit you and do their job. But you are one of many clients to them. You exactly. are your only client to you. So like absolutely hustle and absolutely submit yourself and have that communication with your, with your team. And because yeah, it's our ship, you know, and we get to drive it and we get to choose who gets to be on the team and who we release from the team. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. 
Well, what I was going to say is, um, you know, as you mentioned, the project that you produced and wrote yourself, which again, I'm such an advocate of creating your own content, because as we mentioned, if you are waiting in line for the rest of your life for work, you may be waiting for a very long time. So creating it is so important. And you've worked both in film and television. Are there projects either that are coming up that you want people to be aware of or something you've done recently that you're super proud of? And where can people find it? What's a what's a great way for people to see some of the content that you've done? Yeah, so I Recently, um, it released September of 2022, I had booked my first lead role um, in an independent film called Strawberry Princess, which is on Amazon. If you want to watch it for free, it's on Tubi, DirecTV, um, Demand. And I feel like in the next, well, depending on how it continues, we go to like, you know, the, the premiere, the premiere sure. mean, but that was super exciting. It, it was, it was it was different. It was difficult playing multiple characters. And also too, when you do independent, independent film stuff, you know, it, it can be, it can be very different um, because obviously you're working on a very low budget. Um, you know, there's some things I would have done a little bit different, but as far as my acting and what I bring to the table, I feel like for my first film, it's something that I am my first lead film it's right. that I'm proud of. Um, so that's out right now. So if you know, I know I've heard it's been raining like crazy in L.A. Yeah. A few, it's actually raining here today, too. But I'm like, right when I get back in the next few days, I'm like, there's supposed to be no rain. But it's a rainy day and, you know, a weekend turn on. I don't know when this is going to air, but, you know, turn, you know, feel free to check out Strawberry Princess. Um, and then as far as Jaded Pictures, we've won two awards with that, um, with the short film that I made. We won three. And right Great. now we're currently in talks of, I actually have a meeting today um, with uh, someone who works over at BET about turning it over into a TV series. Wonderful. So we've been, we've been working on that. And again, it's like seeing a creation come to life and um, Jaded Pictures is something that I think is like, um, it's very topical. It deals with how social media, it's like where people really living their best lie instead of their best Mm-hmm. And when you live for the camera, you die behind the scenes. So it ties in mental health, which is important to me, having um, something that deals with mental health in an entertaining way with music um, and the influencer life of how everyone is pretty much like looking like things are great. But really, when you go behind the picture of, you know, it's it's not really what it looks like. So for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. And then how can people find you if they want to connect with you? Speaking of social media. Yes. So um, people can follow me across the board at Ariane Andrew. Check out my fitness app, um, which is called AA Academy on Apple Play in the Google Store. My amazing campaign coming out with um, music for with a message called Queen um, right before Women's History Month um, mm. that focuses on um, giving back to um, underprivileged communities and raising awareness and pretty much, yeah, recognizing how women are important and how also too, we have to give back to our community. So Yes. Yeah. So important. And in, before we close, was there anything that I didn't ask or anything that you wanted to touch upon before we get into closing words of inspiration? Um, yeah. I mean, I just briefly spoke about, I'm really excited about Queen because it was with, um, music but it's like for someone like myself who's a woman and has been in you know the entertainment business and being knocked down and sometimes feeling like okay 
I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. This message or like, you know, me coming from dysfunction, it's saying, you know, I've gone through it. And just because you've gone through dysfunction, you've gone through a tough life doesn't mean that you can't come out on the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's music with a purpose, but then, you know, that's, and I love, I love doing things that have a purpose behind it. Just like my fitness app. It's like, I want to get you in physical shape, but mental shape is just as important. Yes. Yeah. Because physical fitness doesn't mean thin or skinny. It means strong and healthy. Exactly. And that's different for different people. Like, and I think, you know, not to go down this rabbit hole, we, you know, we idolize or we've been told like, you have to look this way. And it's like, no, what makes you feel good? As long as you're healthy, you don't have to look in this image of what society says you should look like. For sure. We come in all shapes, sizes, and colors, and everything is beautiful, and healthy is even more beautiful, whatever healthy looks like. Exactly. I love that. So what are um, closing words of inspiration for the listener on this? We're recording on a Sunday. I believe I'm going to put it out today. Um, So what are some words of inspiration for the listener of fellow artists? Um, It it goes back to kind of what I've, I've said multiple times, and it's something I truly, truly believe in is, again, you know, if it was easy, anything you wanted, no matter what that is, who's listening to this, whether that's being an actor, actress, being an entrepreneur, being whatever it is that you put your mind to, don't wait for anyone. Like, you know, start today, start now. It's going to be difficult. Don't overwhelm yourself. Start by writing down three things that have what are going to push you to that goal. Um, Will Smith, I don't, don't, it's not, don't quote me on this, but he talks about like, if you, in order to build a wall, like every day you have to place a brick, you know, laying that foundation, which is laying that foundation each and every day. Those little things, like I say, it's like, you then start to win the day. Then you start to win the week. Then you start to win weeks, then a month, and then months, and then years just by laying that foundation. And we get so used to having instant gratification Mm -hmm. that you got to think about what are the investments and the things that you're putting in each day that will eventually, you'll see your plant grow. You know, water, put those seeds in each day, little by little, don't overwhelm yourself and then watch it flourish. You know, it's, it's not going to happen overnight and just stay resilient. And when you feel like you want to quit, remember why you started. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And thank you for taking time out of your Sunday. And thank you for being so flexible with my schedule, my me, you know, being, being able to work with your schedule. As we talked about, we're both really busy working people in the community. And, you know, I'm so glad that a, you got to be my first guest of the year Um, and B that, you know, the, the listeners get to hear, you know, another facet of this industry because you have a lot to bring to the table and um, thank you for taking the time. Yeah, no, I appreciate you thinking of me. So yes, always, us, I mean, you're you're an amazing, um, beautiful, talented woman, and you know, I I've always loved working with you. I've always loved I've always loved seeing your drive, your hustle, and the things that you're doing. I feel like um, as I see another inspiring woman, it's like we have to build each other up, and you know, like remind like, hey, we're here for a reason, and when someone's as beautiful, kind, and talented. Like, you know, we have to, you know, we have to look out for each other and build each other. Absolutely. We women get to stick together for sure. Exactly. So I close every episode by saying, if no one else tells you today, I believe in you. Go create some miracles and always believe that you can. And this year I've added, take it easy. Be kind to yourself 
and blossom into who it is you're becoming. Ariana, it's been a wonderful pleasure speaking with you, and I look forward to working with you again soon. Same. Thank you so much, girl. Bye-bye. Bye.